You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Hello and welcome back to OK Sis. My name is Mads. And I am Scout and we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. How are you doing, my quarantine queen? How are you this fine Sunday quarantine time? You know what? I'm a little testy. I'm a little um, – anxious is not the word. I am testy and like um, – what's it called? Irritable. I'm quite irritable today and I think it's because I did not eat breakfast until super late and then I didn't have a lot of breakfast and then I did not eat until two and I was just hungry and grumpy and it has not subsided. Yeah. You are the queen of being hangry. That is what I've learned about you over over the years that I have spent with you, which is 25 of those long years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get you out of that funk, Scout. Yeah. Hopefully talking to you will invigorate my soul and bring me back to a place of happiness and inspiration. I usually have that effect on people, you know, just like bringing them back to happiness and inspiration. I mean, you usually have that effect on me. Okay, sis usually has that effect on me. Like every time I record a podcast, I'm pretty stoked by the end. Yeah, it's a pretty therapeutic and mood-boosting activity, I would say. Yeah, how are you feeling? You know what? I'm feeling fantastic today. Today is oh, a great. great day. And I I don't think I could be able to say – I haven't been able to say that in quite some time. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing a lot of TikToking. I have been, you know, the TikTok was stale for a couple days. I kept trying to learn these dances, but the outfits weren't working. The angles weren't working. The lighting wasn't working. And today, it was all in my favor. And you know what? When I get a good TikTok on there, there's nothing like it. 
I put a really good TikTok up there. I don't know if you saw the DM. Someone DM'd us and said that I was giving you a run for your money. So I think you should acknowledge that my Beyonce dance was on fucking point. It looked great. Your stomach, your exposed torso looked great. Very on brand for TikTok. When you expose the torso, we get more views. So continue to do that. Yeah, but weren't my dance moves good? I was like really expressive and really getting into it. Yes. There was this one move, the one where you – you. Uh, I mean this is a podcast so you can't really see it, but it's like you move forward, side, and cross your arms. Forward, side, cross your arms. Oh, yeah. I just kind of did my own thing there. Yeah. So that was way off because – and you you have to master that because that's a very, very common TikTok move. So you got you to gotta keep doing that. Who made up these TikTok moves? Like is there one person? We don't know. Huh. How does TikTok make money? Um, they're ads. When you open the app, do you not see an ad every time? There's an ad. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But that's not like – I feel like there's not enough ads. Like Instagram always has ads going on. I feel like TikTok, you just get one every time you go in. Or maybe when you're scrolling a lot more come up. I actually don't – I don't see like mid-scroll ads. Um, maybe – Maybe they just haven't implemented that, but definitely the opening it up and seeing an ad first thing, I think is kind of annoying. I would rather see it as I'm scrolling, but if it's just once, then whatever. Wait, remember that company that raised a billion dollars to launch a video app? What was it called? Quibi or something? And I don't remember what it's called. And they had a whole – this guy started it. He's really famous, whatever. They raised a billion dollars to start – a, like a like a vine like video which is basically tiktok and now i'm wondering if they're killing themselves because tiktok has taken over that corner of the social media market okay so you're not talking i don't know if you're actually talking about quibi if you don't know do you know what quibi is scout oh no then maybe i'm not talking about quibi. i'm talking about something else it hasn't launched yet so quibi was started by jeffrey katzenberg and meg whitman And it's essentially a platform that allows for, I think, every individual uh, episode or clip is under 10 minutes. So it's more so YouTube-esque, but all of the content is produced as if it's a real TV show. So the fact that you didn't know what Quibi was is hilarious, but... They have been teasing it for a long, long time. They've been producing a huge library and they launched it last week. And it got, I think, 7%, like, or the, the, the downloads were so low. It was like this, it was like 7% of the people who downloaded Disney Plus the day that it launched. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, it's really, like, people are not down. And it's like a 90-day free trial and people are still not downloading it. Okay. But, um... What I was going to say is, so my roommate purchased or, or got the free trial. So we've been watching some of the some of the content on there, which we'll cover in content corner. But, you know, it's the whole premise is that it's supposed to be viewed on a phone and it's supposed to be on the go. Or like if you're waiting in line at a grocery store or if you're on the subway, you just have ten, five to ten minutes. You can just watch a quibby. That was the premise. But now we're all home, right? So we're not really watching things on our phone. And if I want to watch a Quibi with my roommates, we want to airplay it to our TV so we can all see it or even just show it on the computer to see a bigger screen. But there's no option for airplay or any of that because that's that was it was built for to not be viewed in a big screen. So it's an interesting time to launch because people are looking for content and looking for things to see and consume, but we can't airplay. We can't watch on our TV. 
So oh, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Oh, I feel really bad because they raised a shit ton of money to launch that. Oh yeah, and they um they their offices are like a whole t- entire block in West Hollywood. It's like a mega operation over there. Oh shit, that sucks so much. I feel really bad for them. I wouldn't feel bad for them. It's I mean, I feel bad for the invest investors that put that much money into it. That's obviously it's not working. Yeah. So uh, we'll. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they come up with something compelling enough for everyone to download. Yeah. To download it. But anyways, so that is, uh, I guess, our Quibi <laughs> update. I'm glad I was able to educate you on what it even was, Scout. Yeah. I was so unaware. I thought it was more of a Vine situation. I thought it was like more of a TikTok situation. I was like, oh, that sucks for them because TikTok is coming out guns a-blazing during this quarantine. No, we they uh, like you and I cannot produce Quibi content. <laughs> got it. So, okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. That would be funny. Oh, we should have our own Quibi show. That'd be great. I'm, I mean, you can pitch it to them. I'm sure they're looking for content at this moment <laughs> in time. Anyways, okay. Uh, we would like to chat about the fact that this episode is sponsored by Premium Jane CBD, which you guys have heard us talk about so many times. It is the OK Cisco to CBD. Um, I got the Premium CBD Oil Natural flavor, which I really like because a lot of CBD has that gross like flavor. It's not really that cute. This one tastes really nice, no flavor, just a really great like kind of oil to put under your tongue. I use it every single night before I go to bed. If I wake up in the middle the night. I'll put a few drops in just to help myself, you know, get back to bed. Um, It's 100% a part of my daily routine. And it's just great for kind of easing the anxiety. And Mads gets the gummies. You want to chat about the gummies? Yes, I am obsessed with these gummies. It's kind of hard for me to not eat the entire bottle because they taste like candy. Um, But I usually, if I am experiencing some anxiety, at least um, before bed, if I can't fall asleep, I'll just pop in two or three of those bad boys. And let me tell you, not only do they taste great, but they work and they will make you either just chill out. A lot of the inner dialogue will quiet down for a bit and then you'll be able to fall asleep soundly. Yeah. And especially during this time, sisters, we know the anxiety is a little higher than usual. We know we're all stuck in the house figuring ourselves out. So CBD is a really great natural thing. Maybe like swap it out instead of having so many glasses of wine or have the glass of wine. But Premium Jane CBD is where it's at. You can go to their website, premiumjane.com and use code OKSIS for 15% off or you can go to the link in the show notes. Everything will be there. Get your CBD on, get your chill on. And did we mention it's like super chic and cute and looks great on your bedside? So yeah. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. 
Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Amazing. So let's do some housekeeping. Just uh, for anyone that's new here, welcome. Welcome to the sisterhood. Number one, you can rate, review... Subscribe, rate, rate, review. review. Woohoo! You can subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Means the world to us. We read every review. They're very humbling, but also um, some constructive criticism in there. We welcome that as well. Um, But just make sure you give five stars if you still give constructive criticism. Okay, thanks. Um, You can follow us at OKSIS Podcast on Instagram. Uh, We have a Twitter. It's popping. We have a TikTok. If you haven't been hearing us talk about that enough, we have one of those. Um, And we have a newsletter that comes out every Monday morning along with our episode. And we cover cute products that you need, a quote, kind of like what's going on in the world, and a little um, tidbit about our guest of the week. So as you probably have noticed, we haven't had guests on our main Monday episodes, but we have introduced a new segment on Thursdays. It's just a quick little happy hour with past OKSIS guests. So we had Lauren Elizabeth, we had Kenzie Elizabeth, and this week we'll have Charlotte McKinney our girl. Um, So we're going to be catching up with her over a glass of wine. So be sure to tune in on Thursday as well. 
Yeah, and you forgot about our secret Facebook group, OK Sisters. That is really where it's popping. That's my favorite little place of the internet other than our wonderful podcast. You can join if you are a female because it's a girls-only situation. And all of these links are in the show notes. Okay, um, I think we're on to current fixations. We're just breezing through this outline. Don't you love that I created an outline, Scout, just to keep us on track? Yeah, your outlines, I have mixed reviews on the outline situation. Um, okay, but, my- you know, my, my boyfriend yesterday was like, I, I want to tell you personally, I appreciate your outlines. The thing about podcasts, what I've learned is it is so I – can, I can tell – when a podcaster has not prepared or even just created some sort of skeleton of an outline or skeleton of the content that they want to cover because it goes all over the place and it's it's just disrespectful to the listeners and all I have is the utmost respect for our listeners. So we need to become prepared and deliver the best possible content and that means creating a very general outline so we cover all our bases. You know what I mean? Okay, well, you do that, and I'll just talk, and it'll be a great blend of both, I suppose. Right? right. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. keep going. Okay. Um, my current fixation, you are so going to laugh, and it kind of um, it kind of belongs in content corner, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, my current fixation right now is the National Treasure movie series. I watched one and two this weekend. I have never seen these movies because I used to hate Nicolas Cage because he's in this really creepy movie that I watched years ago, and so after that, I completely wrote him off. Um, but I watched National Treasure one, I don't know. Friday night, and then I watch National Treasure 2 Saturday night. And let me tell you, they are fabulous movies, and I'm very excited for if there is a number three coming out. I, I have nothing to contribute. You know that I, I, I'm pretty sure these movies are highly um, patronized against. Is that the right word? They're, they're like, um, they're, they're made fun of a lot. Oh, why? It's a great movie. It's about, like, it's about like treasure hunting and United States history conspiracy theories and like the Civil War and the Revolutionary War and the Queen of England. And it's so cool. My, ro- my roommate just texted me saying, because she can hear me. Yeah, <laughs> what did she say? She said, I love national treasure. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Is that Emily? Yeah. Oh my god, Emily! Thank you very much. National Treasure is the fucking best. It's so Maybe good. I can't I'm believe I've never seen it. Else. I just thought like people always make fun of Nicolas Cage in, in National Treasure. I don't know why. Maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something else. Well, I have discovered a newfound love for Nicolas Cage. I think that he is so like his personality is so suave and kind of captivating. I can see how people follow him and kind of like him, even though like you look at him and you kind of think he's creepy, but he's got some like suaveness about him. I don't know how to explain it, but. Um, National Treasure 1 and 2, very good movies, highly recommend. Great. I'll have to check it out. Maybe that'll be my next binge. Yeah. I hope they're coming out with it. I think Adam looked it up and they said they were like in product or like working on number three or something. I love that for you, Scout. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for saying that again. Okay. <laughs> Maddie's crutch of a situation on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> that is totally my crutch. It's so true. Okay, what's your current fixation? Okay, my current fixation. So this has been a past current fixation of mine, but it is in a new form. I have purchased the Chaga Mix from Alfred. Everyone knows that we're big Chaga whores over here. We're obsessed with Chaga. Someone DM'd us the other day and was like, I'm so confused. I hear you guys talk about this on the podcast. What the fuck is Chaga? Get on the Chaga train. 
it is incredible. So for those of you who don't know, it's a mushroom. It's an adaptogen. It helps with like energy and inflammation and yada, yada, yada. All I know is that it tastes fucking amazing, okay? And it has no sugar and I don't know what about it, but it tastes like chocolate milk. And so I got since, you know, I cannot frequent the Alfred anymore um, due to the times, they created the mix in like um, a powder form. So um, I've been getting lattes, but then I just put the powder in the latte and mix it up. But we're actually going to be investing in an espresso machine because as I mentioned before, I'm getting very into coffee. I got a French press. I'm still figuring out the like ratio of water to coffee grinds because it is not tasting good. And people tell me that French press is like the best quality of coffee and it, it, I have to I have to tweak it a little bit. And I my Chemex is coming soon. So that's where I'm going to do pour over coffee. And then we want to get an espresso machine so we can do lattes. And then we've been doing the TikTok coffee, which is like the whipped coffee. And I just bought a uh, a, a, a whisk of a whisk. <laughs> you, keep, you always forget what it's called. <laughs> but um, but an electric whisk. Electric whisk. <laughs> I just bought an electric whisk so that we can make it more fluffy. And yeah, it's just, you know, it's coffee. It's new. It's a new coffee every day over here during quarantine. Have you talked to my husband about this? Because you know my husband's really good at the pour over, the French press, and now he just started roasting his own beans. Oh, He's been my roasting God. them. Of and then Adam he, roasts his own beans. He even got like a roaster. Like a, Well, he's been doing it on the pan, but then he bought like a coffee roaster that's coming in the mail or something so he can roast his own beans. And then he bought beans that aren't roasted and it's like a whole thing. He is just wow. Coffee one step ahead of you. One step ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna roast my own beans per se, but um I did get the Chemex. I did consult him. I asked him for his recommendations. He sent me over a plethora of YouTube tutorials that I that I perused. Um the Chemex is coming in the Amazon mail. Uh taking a little longer than I expected, but that's okay. Apparently you do you should get like a scale and a and a a scale and then like a, a temperature or something but Yeah, we I'm, have I'm all just, that. We have yeah, all that. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to wing it. We'll see what okay. we'll, we'll see what happens. You but, should be uh, careful cuz you can burn it, you know. Oh great. Well, let's just see, you know. We're we're starting a cafe in here. It's a new oh. coffee shop. If I drive up to LA, will you deliver me a latte to my car? I sure will. I'll put a Lysol wipe around it so that you can wipe it down before you take a sip. Thanks. Do you have like to-go cups? I do not. Okay. <laughs> we'll so, work on that. We'll work on that. Oh, this is what I'm drinking my chaga right now. Oh, yummy. Look how cute this coffee cup is. Sorry, it's podcast It's very listeners. cute. It's a clear coffee cup. Mm-hmm. Do, are those it. new? This is a new mug. Um, remember when I used to have a mug collection? It was yeah, a very, I stole um, a few. I stole a few from you. You stole a few from my mug collection? Yeah, I have some here. Oh my gosh. I think so, I just have one one, so, I think. Yeah, I guess this is something I never have never said on the podcast. Um I used to have a, a very, very extensive mug collection, which is not a very um logical collection because it takes up a lot of space, which we we uh we realized very soon there was like two shelves in my in my closet growing up that were just dedicated to mugs and i had to i think i had to throw them all away when we when i moved 
It was taking it's so weird because I don't – when I think of you, I don't like really think of a coffee person. I don't know why. Even though I know you drink coffee all the time, I just don't – I think of you more as like a tea person or something. I don't know why. That's so strange because hmm. it's not true. Oh. Okay. Well, what's the next on our outline, Miss Mads? Okay. The next on our outline is a little emotional check-in. Um I, feel I think like we already we, did that in the beginning. I feel like we did that, but I think I think I do have some things to contribute because this past okay. week I was trying to reflect on it. Although I'm feeling really, really positive and um, energized today, I wasn't feeling that way this whole week. That is for sure. So I guess a little update was last Sunday, our beautiful mother and my boss, <laughs> my employer, um, was on sixty minutes. And she was covering the project that she developed that I think I've talked about on the podcast before that I work for my mother and we're going to have her on soon when it, when it launches. But, um, that's, that's my main, that's my full-time job during the day. And she was on 60 minutes talking about the project and it was a really, really exciting moment. And it also came with a lot of, overwhelmingly overwhelming tasks and follow-ups and an insurgence of requests and praise and you know all of these different emotions so I tried to be as present as I could which I know you know I struggle with in terms of feeling pride for either myself or for um, things that I'm directly working on and so I I really challenged myself to you know try to stop and take notice of how incredible this achievement was, um, especially for our, you know, our mom, but also for the company that I work for. So although it, it was a really, really busy week and I felt, you know, a little off balance and I felt like I was trying to play catch up a lot of the week, which is not something I, not typically the state I like to be in. Um, I think it was just it, you need I I needed to take a I needed to remind myself to take a moment to feel pride especially with everything that's going on and gratefulness that I one still have a job two that the job is thriving especially with what happened with 60 minutes and the press and the coverage that we, and exposure we got so it's something to be super grateful for and also just like grateful that I have a badass mom that created such an incredible and meaningful a piece of technology that I hope will impact a lot of others. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Look at you. Like, you know, stopping to celebrate, which I love, which I know you have a problem with. So that makes me feel really happy and feeling grateful and in the moment. Yeah. It was a really surreal thing to see mom on 60 Minutes and I can't wait to bring her on here so we can finally share what, you know, her company is all about. So that would be really cool. Hopefully that'll happen in person. Um, in the future. But yeah, that's awesome, Mads. I know you were really busy. You could barely talk to me, um, but that's okay. That's okay. That's good stuff. That's yeah. really good. Especially right and now, I, like being busy a little bit is good. Yeah, definitely. I think I was I, – I when I got overwhelmed and stressed, I reminded myself like this is better than not having these opportunities, you know, like it's mm -hmm. okay to be stressed. And I think I – I kept that sentiment that Lauren Elizabeth said in her podcast last week of it's okay to be not okay. You know, like there were day, like I remember Thursday, it was really, really rough. Like I just was not, 
I couldn't get motivated. I like just really felt like I was dragging and everything I was doing, it didn't feel like satisfying and productive in the, in the, you know, I guess general sense of the word, but, um, just acknowledging that like, look today just like, wasn't, wasn't my day. And it just, you know, I didn't really do much different, but I just woke up and it just wasn't the same propelled energy that I'm used to. And that is okay. Tomorrow's going to be better. And lo and behold, Friday was much better. So it's just, it's just taking those days. And I think the acceptance of them is, is something that I definitely struggle with, but accepting the one, the current situation that we're in, but then just accepting that sometimes your days are going to fluctuate more than others. Yeah. So something that I, I'm really happy you brought that up because something that I've been noticing about myself is that I at times can get really afraid of negative emotions in the sense that I'm worried that I'm going to dive deep into a depression um, because of my bipolar disorder. And so sometimes when I feel it creeping up, I get really insanely paranoid and like, oh my God, am I going to go down? I got to get rid of this. Like, what do I do to lift me up and all that stuff? But then I realized that I'm really fine feeling negative emotions. It's just, it's just, there's a different types, right? Like there's like the other day I was crying a lot because of a personal situation that happened, but I didn't feel this scrambling of, I need to feel better. I need to feel better. I need to feel better. I'm going down a hole. Like I was able to really feel it and process it and move forward. But then other times, especially with the coronavirus situation, I feel this anxiety and I, I get afraid of that anxiety because I don't want it to grow and multiply. Um, mostly because I don't really have anywhere to put it because I have to stay in the house. So, um, I'm just kind of learning the difference between the levels of my emotions and which ones I can fully feel and which ones I need to kind of like pick up and move move forward with. But that's like a very – it's a very distinct line and I think it's interesting, you know, to figure that stuff out. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it's, a, it's a difficult balance because, of course, everyone is um, – everyone – what's the word? Has the right to feel – everything during this time, right? It's not, you know, no one is exempt from feeling depleted or feeling, you know, positive or feeling, you know, a lack of hope and uh, anxiety about the unknown. But also it's really important for people like us to acknowledge the privilege that we have too. And again, this comes into our gratitude uh, practice that we that we have and just expressing gratitude every day, making sure you're aware that, that your situation is probably privileged and, and, um, you know, filled with a lot of blessings that you typically write off, you know? And so I think coming back to those things, you know, might not help in the exact moment, but in the bigger picture allows you to really see, oh, wow, this is an incredible situation or I'm, I'm in the best type, you know, I'm safe inside. I'm in the best type of situation that I could be in. Yeah. Also, if any of the sisters have lost their jobs, if you go into our secret Facebook group, um, Naomi actually posted a list of on remote online jobs that are currently hiring. So that's also a really good resource to jump into. I know there are a lot of companies during this time that are actually booming and really working with the whole digital sphere. So there definitely are people still hiring and there is still room for you in the economy. So um, you can go there as a resource. And I yeah, think this I think a- we should talk about how we're how we've been supporting small businesses. So I will give a little update. One, I think I have I am th- I am the sole provider 
of Sweetgreen's revenue stream at this point in time. I have purchased more Sweetgreen salads every day than I have in in years. That's good. They're kind of – they're very pricey, those things. Every time I go there, it's like an $18 salad. Well, the a big part of it also is that the current menu is just popping. It is incredible. This is my favorite menu, the Green Goddess um, uh, dressing. They have the sweet potato. They got it all. The roasted tomatoes. Um, so, yeah, I've been – I've been eating out a lot, um, cooking a lot too, but also also making sure to order in because I just want to make sure the businesses around me are are be you know are staying afloat. Yeah, um, I could talk about the small businesses that I have been promoting. Um, the biggest one would be BFD Big Front Door. It is the um, restaurant um, right near my apartment. And I have been ordering coffee from them every day. And if I want to eat out, I order like a breakfast sandwich or they have like full dinner meals that feed too. So we've been ordering that. That's kind of one of my main small businesses that I have been um, supporting. Also, um, I support Set Active. Um, they are our favorite um uh, loungewear, activewear line. We've had her in the pod. And so I bought one of their new sets. Um, I have been paying donation-based for um, Salt, Sweat Salt's um, online Pilates studio. It's a Facebook group um, donation-based. It used to be a hot – or it is a hot Pilates studio in San Diego run by Betsy. And she is a past OKSIS guest. And so you can go into their Facebook group and they have like three classes a day live stream, but they also save. So you can do it whenever you want. And so I've been supporting them. If you guys are looking for a workout, but you want to you want to support a little bit of a smaller community um, versus something that's a little bit more established, I highly recommend Sweat Salt. And just being really mindful about where I put my money. Like if I want a smoothie, going to, you know, ordering in from a smaller mom and pop shop and things like that, or. Um, making donations. I know this isn't a small business, but I made donations for face masks, um, for people making face masks or purchasing face masks and stuff like that. So just keep your eyes open. You know, we vote with our dollars. So this is a really important time to utilize what you would spend if you do have the money to spend right now and put it towards people that, you know, could really use it and really propels their business forward. Yes. I have also been contributing to the sweatsuit industry. Oh, yes, you have. <laughs> and also we went to our corner store, which is this little liquor store um, next to my home. And, you know, I don't have whiskey in the house right now. So I was like, let me just purchase a bottle of whiskey to make sure this liquor store continues to provide the quality of products that they typically do. What's your favorite whiskey brand? Like when you go out and buy a whiskey bottle, what do you buy? Well, my favorite brand is different from the brand that I purchased because I cannot afford certain uh, brands that I like. But I will give everyone – oh, this is fun. Should I do a whiskey haul? Not right now. I do not need a whole whiskey <laughs> haul right now. Just okay, tell so me I'll just what tell you, you buy. Quickly. So I'll tell quickly. I am really into single malt scotches, mostly things that are very peaty. So that means that they are like smoky flavored. Have you ever had like mezcal? Tequila? Yeah. So it tastes similar to that where it's like that smoky feel. So my favorites are Lagavulin, Lafroig, Glenfiddich. I got a Glen Levitt right now because it was kind of cheaper. Um, but then if I'm getting real fancy and I'm talking like real, real fancy, I'll do the blended scotch by 
none other than Johnny Walker, Blue Label, baby. That oh, shit is expensive, but tastes like butter. Mm. Very yeah. nice. I love it. Very cool. Yeah. I'm been, I've been putting it on the rocks these days because – it's it, it takes a certain type of night for me to to drink it neat. Yeah, on the rocks is enough. I mean, I think even that is super hardcore. So I am commending you for that. Yeah, you guys thought I couldn't do it, but I proved you wrong. I really, really thought you couldn't do it, but you did it, and I am proud of you. I am proud of you. Thank you. Okay, so let's do a little pop culture update. So I think we did mention that Peter and Kelly have been quarantining together. Yes. But as we found from, I guess, the Vile Files or whatever Nick Vile has been doing during these times, um, Peter and Kelly went on it. Or or did you – I they think be- it might have just been Peter. I'm not sure. I didn't listen. Okay, whatever. read about it. Regardless, they're not dating, which – Well, they're not – they're not not dating or anything, but they're not like saying they're officially dating. From what I understood, I did not listen to the podcast, but from what I understood is that he said he would be ever so lucky to date her. But I think that since they are quarantined together, they're probably like hooking up and stuff. And it's maybe just a matter of once this quarantine is over to see what happens, but they are not officially coming forth as dating. Yeah, I think it's um, similar to the Tyler C. and Hannah B. situation where they're just yeah. like, yo, we want to fuck and um, snuggle together for the next couple months. But, like, we might not be boyfriend and girlfriend yet, you know? It's kind of yeah. interesting delineation. Yeah, and Kelly's probably – Kelly's cool in the sense that she probably wants to date a little bit. Like, just get – you know what I mean? Versus jump into something and then announce it. So I think that's probably what's going on, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. This is this is true. Um, okay, so let's talk about our Passover Seder, our Zoom Seder, our Zader if you will. Yeah, we had two Zaders, if you will. Um, It was pretty entertaining. I actually thought like it went pretty well. I think that having a Zoom Seder, you know, on our Seders, people really talk over each other a lot, but I think that people kind of understood that it was on Zoom and so they pulled back a little bit. So in that sense, it was a lot more orderly than expected. It was a lot more orderly than expected. And it was actually- Usually dad's like, shut up, I'm talking. Exactly. And he could mute everyone. So this was actually better for him because he had the controls. Um, But I also just thought it was so funny. Like just the interactions of people of how they operated the Zoom and how they operate video calls and the etiquette that comes with it. It is hilarious to me. And we'll talk about this in Content Corner, but SNL has gone, you know, at home and they're doing everything remote and they had a skit about zoom calls in your business and the you know different dynamics the older people versus the young ones versus the people who are like is anyone wearing pants like the (laughs) people that go to the bathroom during zooms they don't know the fucking cameras on like it's just we are seeing such a different side of people and it is just pure entertainment to me yeah, it was great. But the Seder was awesome. We had, a, you know, Passover is my favorite holiday, so that was good. And we also want to wish all of our sisters who celebrated Easter this past weekend happy Easter. We hope you had a good Zoom, um, you know, with your family. It's Easter, a Easter, a Easter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And then, as I mentioned, I am contributing highly to the sweatsuit economy, and therefore, due to high demand, I have recorded. A sweatsuit haul. 
It is going to be very silly, so please do not expect something um, Emma – or actually, it's going to be Emma Chamberlain-esque because I cannot take myself seriously, and it was very, very silly. So, um, Are you posting this to IGTV? Yeah. I'm gonna, I am gonna. have to edit it, but I need your help, Scout, because I can't get it from my phone to my computer because it's too long. And Did like, you airdrop it? I tried airdrop. I tried Gmail. I tried text. I tried Dropbox. Nothing is loading. Why don't you plug it into your com- – we'll talk about this later. But yeah, okay. we'll figure it out. Right. We'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out because we are high-tech individuals and we can do this. Yeah, we um, can do it. But yeah, so expect that coming on the IGTV soon, hopefully this week. And all right, let's do Content Corner. Okay. So right now I am consuming, as I said, in my current fixation, National Treasure. Love it. Um, I just started the morning show because somehow we got like free Apple TV. I don't know how it happened. Or Apple TV just like – we just – got free Apple TV. And um, I started the morning show. Adam did not know it was about sexual misconduct in the workplace with Matt Lauer. So he didn't really want to watch it after a little bit. But we started it. I'm going to continue it. Very good. Very interesting. Really goes with my kind of like Fox News situation that I was watching um, with the – what's it called? I forget. The Loudest Voice and then Bombshell and all that. So it's kind of like, you know, same subject. And what else have I been watching? I started Veep. Very good. Into it. I want to continue. Veep is good. You had never watched Veep? No, I had never watched Veep before. And of course, I am still in the middle of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, what's going on in Vanderpump Rules? Um, right now, it's um, – um, who's Kristen's boyfriend? Well, what uh, – uh, The first boyfriend. The first boyfriend. Sandoval. Tom Sandoval. Tom. Um, they are fighting right now. They just had the burlesque party. And Jax thinks he has cancer. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I haven't been going through it as fast as I – because I didn't have it watched it this weekend. Um, But I am moving forward and it is – Sheena is mad at Katie and Kristen and like they're not friends really anymore. So we're going through that situation. Great. I'm so – I'm excited for what's to come for you. Yeah, I have some ideas of of like what happens but um, yeah. Great. Okay. What are you consuming? My content corner, I have completed the bold type. I am up to speed on it, which is very sad because – What is that? I've never heard of that. I've literally talked about it for the past three three episodes. It's a TV show? What's it called? The Bold Type? The Bold Type. It's a TV show. It's on Hulu. There's four seasons. It's very similar to Younger. It's about three millennial women working at a cosmopolitan-esque magazine in New York City. It is chic. It is very um, light and great. I love it. There's very, there's very like hot people in it, you know? Okay. Got it. Next. Um, I'm still on my David Dobrik binge. Um, I think I'm up to year 2017. So his, his disposable income, um, has decreased because he was not as famous in 2017. Um, so he's not giving people cars anymore. So, but, it, but the content is still very premium and very funny. So I'm, I'm continuing to watch it and I'm really getting to know these characters. Now I understand why everyone wants to be part of the vlog squad because damn, they got it good. They have some fun times. We should be in a squad together, Mads. I think we are, but we should, you know, get a bigger squad and really define it and give each other cars. Yeah, I was going to say, giving each other cars is like probably 
the 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 benefit of being part of a, a sister squad of ours. Yeah, we got to get that going, and we got to give each other cars. Okay, goals, yeah. goals, goals, goals. Manifest, manifest, manifest. Okay, number number. I mean, just like the 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 never ending list of content that I have been consuming. Um, we talked about SNL. They just um, did their first remote episode very Scott, successful. what were your thoughts i thought it was very successful it was so weird to listen to tom hanks do his without laughter without the laughter i was like wait oh did it not land i was like oh there's nobody there that which was so weird um so weird so yeah. that was yeah that was pretty much my only qualm was like it was just so strange not to hear any laughter um but i think a lot i mean all of the tonight all the late night shows have been doing things um remotely without audiences so like we um i watched a john oliver one and it was so weird without the laughter like it just felt like naked like i don't know but i mean they're they're really committed to the content so that's great um also what- is it was it like a coincidental that tom hanks just happened to be the first virtual one with the coronavirus because he got it or did they you think they plugged him in because of that yeah i think i think they've been i think they're using guests or sorry like hosts that I think I don't think they're going to like the schedule that they had before because like next week is John Mulaney and like I think he he literally just hosted yeah so I think they're just recycling people who've done it before who know the format just so that you don't just bring in like a new person that's never hosted SNL before yeah that's and that's like kind of taking the experience away from them right so I think they're just recycling at this at this point which makes sense um and one of the best skits was Chloe Fineman. She is one of the newest additions to the SNL cast. She's incredible at impressions, and she did this whole uh, making fun of Masterclass sketch. And so good, so she, good. So obviously, she does the Carol Baskin. She did it on Instagram, and it went completely viral. Um, but she also made fun of Timothy Chalamet, which everyone knows is my number two celebrity crush. Versus Bill Hader, then it goes Timmy Chalamet, and then. No sense of course. Um, just in case anyone forgot. Um, and wow, 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 wow. I need to check if Timothy Chalamet saw it or like posted about it because it was spot on. It was funny. I don't even I'm not that familiar with Timothy Chalamet, but I just knew that it was spot on when I was watching it. The way that she does the like little laugh where she's just like, I'm Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> like that's, that's all. Okay, and then she made fun made fun. I'm sorry. She just like did an impression of Jojo Siwa, which was also so so perfect and she did like Jojo Jojo Siwa doing TikTok tutorials on a masterclass and just premium. Yeah, it was really good. It was very it was a very good skit. Okay. Number why do I keep saying number? Sorry. Okay. Next up on my contact order is Quibi. So as I explained, Quibi to oh, um, the reason that we have been watching Quibi is for the new rendition of Punked. So Punked has now gone on to Quibi. Chance the Rapper is the host. And we watched the one where Addison Ray, which is a TikTok star, Scout, are you familiar? No. Yes, you are. I've sent her you many of her TikToks to Oh, well, replicate. I didn't look at her name. But yeah, okay. Blonde, long blonde hair, very cute. No, that okay, doesn't great. ring a bell. Great. So she was punked on Quibi. Oh, I it love was- punked. Oh my God, I can't wait to watch that. That's amazing. Well, are you going to get Quibi now? I don't know. It depends how much it is. Okay, great. So 
she was on it. And then we watched the one with Liza Koshy, which is great. So Liza Koshy is also a big YouTuber. She used to date David Dobrik. Um, she had a very, very funny one where she had to like crash a bot mitzvah. Incredible stuff. So if anyone wants to get Quibi, I think that would be a good show to make you like jump the gun for. But then how much maybe- is Quibi? How much is Quibi? I have not. I haven't. Oh, because you don't have it. it. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'll look into it and 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 I'll report back. Okay, last thing on my content corner. Oh my goodness. I know. I'm sorry. This is an exhaustive list, but this is the last thing. So, as everyone knows, Lauren Elizabeth yelled at us when we had her on Happy Hour that um, we should be reading on a Kindle. Now, this is against Scout and my religion. Mm-hmm. Like in Kindle. the Torah, in the Torah, it says, "Do not read on a Kindle." Yes, this is this is like straight from the Torah. Okay, so um, my roommate keeps getting a, a lot of shout outs on this episode. She was like, "I have a Kindle if you want to try it," because I wasn't going to purchase a Kindle to do this experiment. So I said, "You know what? Let me try it. I'm going to prove Lauren Elizabeth wrong that reading on a Kindle." sucks so I got the book that she recommended also you are not alone it is a page turner it's you know very thriller-esque uh mystery you know I don't usually read those types of books so it's a nice breath of fresh air um and I'm gonna be honest I'm I'm 30 percent done with the book I will complete it on the kindle I will do the experience experiment and finish the book on the kindle I can't do it. Yeah, you hate it. Let's be real. You fucking hate it. I feel like I'm reading an essay. Yes. Or, sorry, an article. I feel like yeah. I'm reading something and I don't and I feel like it's too abstract. Like You don't know what you don't know how far into the book you are. Well, it says the percentage at the bottom, so I do know. But yes, agreed. Like I can't look at the physical pages and understand yeah. that I have this much left with yeah. my hands. Mhm. I there's something about it that is just not sitting well with me and it just proves my point that we it is truly against our religion scout yeah well you keep trying let me know I don't think I'm gonna try because I'd have to buy one and you know I'd rather not but if you come around to it at the end if you're like af- all the way through you're like I was wrong Warren's right I will consider purchasing one but for now I think we're gonna go with it's against the Torah yeah so I'll give I'll give everyone updates um as I continue on with the book but um as of now I'm I'm a bit I'm cautious I'm a bit weary yeah no I agree I hear you Anyways, oh, if you guys didn't know, we were on I Love You So Much with Kenzie, Kenzie Elizabeth's um, podcast. We were on with Lauren Elizabeth. We had like a little girl chat situation. It was super fun. Um, we recorded it a while ago, but it's it's a, such a good one. I love listening to it. So if you guys want some wonderful laughs and some good advice, I would go listen. We sound absolutely nuts. Like yeah, yeah. completely unhinged. It was the night before our live show. So we were just all over the place. But it's so – it's really entertaining. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. So anyway, sisters, we hope you're staying safe, happy, sane, healthy, all of the things. We love you dearly, 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 dearly. Thank you for listening to us during this time. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you on Thursday for happy hour. Bye, Yay. guys. Thank you, sisters. Hey. 
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 